You're listening to the Rob Review Podcast. Evan Rob and Laura Rob share their thoughts and opinions on teaching, learning, and leadership. And now, the Rob Review Podcast with Evan and Laura. This is Evan Rob for the Rob Review. Today in this podcast, I am talking about a question that comes my way a lot as someone who has been a building principal for many years. And, and the question is, is, is there a secret to leadership as a building level principal or if there's a secret to leadership in general? I know it's a catchy title. However, are there really any secrets to leadership and leading a school? It is not an easy question for me to answer. Is there one thing an educator can do to be more effective? Absolutely not. But is there one quality that all effective leaders, whether they are in education or in other walks of life, have? I think there is. And what it is, is it's a belief in their ability to influence student achievement. Or certainly, if it's not in education, the ability to influence employees in a positive way. In education, the concept of belief is defined by a person's sense of efficacy. A strong belief that they can make a difference in the lives of students. Ideally, an entire staff should have high personal efficacy. This would be called collective efficacy. Why? Because a collective belief in the abilities and possibilities existing for each student in their school can affect achievement, behavior, and student's sense of self. Students learn better and they achieve more when people believe in them. But unfortunately, the opposite is also true. Now, I would also add that staff will always perform better for you as a building-level principal if you consistently demonstrate that you have faith in them and that you believe in them. So, what are some ways that we can work as administrators or teacher leaders to increase efficacy within a building? Here are my top seven ways to increase your efficacy and to positively impact the efficacy of staff in your building or your department if you're a department leader. Number one, communicate. A school leader cannot under-communicate a positive belief in students or staff. When you are around a staff member who's negative about students, let them know that that's not a professional way to be. It's not acceptable. If you say nothing, you give the impression that you agree. Invest time in communicating your beliefs and be visible. Increased visibility can lead to improved relationships through active listening and communication and also gives the opportunity to do what's called management by walking around, which is to make sure that you are visible, moving around the building, constantly communicating what you believe in. School climate. A supportive school climate sets the tone for people to be productive and positive about their work. So reflect on these questions. How collaborative are you as a leader? How welcoming is your school to the public? Are you easy to reach as a principal? Or are there many layers a person needs to pass through to see you? Climate alone does not make a school effective. However, there is no doubt that successful schools have a healthy, positive climate and culture. And one of the interesting realities that anyone who is a school principal will face is that if the climate of the building is positive, it probably has a lot to do with the administrator or administrative team. But the opposite is also true. If the climate is very negative, a lot of that has to do with the lack of effective leadership of the principal or the administrative team. 
Another tip is to be positive. This is a choice that great leaders make. In education, great leaders communicate a positive message about the capabilities of students and staff to reach their individual potential. Being positive is a choice. I always encourage anyone to make sure that you are surrounding yourself with positive people. Positive people will always attract positive people. Negative people will always attract negative people. Negative people will not point you in the direction to achieve success for your building or for children. Another tip is safety. Staff and students perform their best when they are not fearful of punishment or reprisal. A trusting environment where staff and students feel safe is needed for innovation, creativity, and for people to do their best. A key aspect of efficacy is optimism, which translates into a school staff believing that they can positively impact students' lives as well as their own and colleagues. And one way to do that is to set up an environment where people feel safe to grow and develop, be innovative, and be professional, be creative, rather, as an educator. If people in your building believe that if they try something new, there will be punishment, then I can guarantee you that no one will be trying anything new. People will just hunker down and try to get from one day to the next. Another tip is hiring staff. Teachers need to know instructional strategies and content, but learning will not happen if they do not believe in the ability of students and their ability to meet the challenges that they will face. If you sense an applicant is not student-centered and does not believe that all students can learn and move forward, then simply do not hire them. When you come into a building as a principal, you will naturally inherit staff. You'll have to make uh, decisions over time about each one of those staff members, but when you have opportunities to bring new staff members into the building, it is critical that you understand exactly what you're looking for, certainly in terms of belief system and also instructional knowledge, and make sure that you bring people onto your team who have a high sense of efficacy and, of course, a high sense of agreement uh, with the vision and mission of your school. Also, professional development. Excellent professional development gives teachers skills to be more effective. Improve your school's climate and build efficacy by involving staff in professional discussions of what kinds of staff development they need. Staff appreciate being involved versus being told what to do. And by doing this, you can avoid efficacy being challenged because the teacher does not have the best, best practice strategies that are needed to help support students. I have always been a fan of ongoing professional development, so professional development that is based off of data within the building, based off of conversation, uh, and based off of goals that the building has as it continues to move forward. But I have found over time that simply sending a staff member to a particular conference and having them come back with the expectation that it will cr create radical change in the building um, would be a false expectation. I have simply not been able to see that occur over my career. What I have seen effective is purposeful planned professional development that is ongoing throughout the year, that makes a difference. Another tip is create goals. Work with staff to create goals that are meaningful to them and based on data. Involving staff in goal creation is empowering and it increases ownership of the goals. Resist the easy route of telling people what to do. Goals rarely work when they are delivered as marching orders. And I have talked about this before in blogs that I have written as a leader, your positional authority will give you the ability to demand compliance from people within your organization, but it will not give you the ability to make people care. And making people care and having people be committed 
to the goals and mission of the organization is where you will find success. Creating common goals th that all agree on is one way uh, that helps move an organization or a school in that direction. So if you've read my other blogs, it is clear that I put a great deal on the shoulders of the school leader. The principal sets the tone, models the culture, and communicates the story through his or her words. You will never find an effective school led by a person who does not believe in students, but the leader alone will not make an effective school. Effective school leaders also hire and retain staff who collectively believe that they can make a difference in the learning lives of students. And remember, when you consider what you are willing to tolerate and you consider your personal efficacy and also what I would say is most challenging, which is approaching people or confronting people, if you see behaviors or hear behaviors that are not in line with what you believe in, the principal tolerate, what the principal tolerates will always define their leadership. And that is a challenge and certainly something that I would encourage you to think about as you work to further define your leadership. This is Evan Robb. I hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Robb Review Podcast. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the Rob Review Podcast. Check out our blogs at therobreviewblog.com and tell a friend. Thanks again, and see you next time.